Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. There's one thing you should know about being married. You can only force your wife to sleep in a tent for so long. Um, Unless there's truly no other option, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, we did manage to... We, I mean, even though it makes me feel like the oldest person in the world, we did um, secure another RV... Why does it make you feel like the oldest person in the world? I've had an RV situation. They're so fun. That's the best way. You had a giant. I saw your RV. It was a bus being driven by another human being. I am not a bus driver. But we've done. TJ, I crashed the first RV twice in the exact same spot. And I was lucky because I was like, huh, I mean, it's it's no one's going to notice the second one because although it's worse than the first, at least it's in the same area. You know, what is the I couldn't uh, believe they rented to us a second time. They're so nice. Was that the place where the guy's like, yeah, people always hit that rock. That was the campsite. Yeah. The guy's like, yeah, we're going to have that uh, rock excavated, uh, you know, a few weeks ago because people, wow, there's more than a share of people have hit that rock. And look at the paint on that rock. I'm like, why don't you move that fucking rock? Because, yeah. you know. And then I told you one of the one of the compartments on the RV kept opening, and I couldn't keep it closed. And I was worried we were going to behead a motorcycle uh, motorcyclist as we were driving. I mean, we we trashed that RV. This one I drove. This one was much. Um, this RV was uh, much easier to drive for me because I was used to it. Um, and it was a much longer drive too. Even April drove it a little bit. Um, we went, we ended up going to Yellowstone. Really? But there were almost no campsites anywhere that were available. So we had to sleep like in the forest or in parking lots. We slept in a, uh, whiskey Pete's parking lot. Oh my God. Um, you know, if, if something bad happens or you get eaten by a bear or something in the forest, people are like, you know what? He was camping. He was having a good time. If you get, if someone, <laughs> someone takes your family in a situation where you're in the Whiskey Pete's parking lot in Las, outside of Las Vegas, people are like, what the fuck did he have his family sleeping in a van in a Whiskey Pete's parking lot? I, right? I think the, t- I, I think the tough thing is to keep that out of your obituary. <laughs> well, it's really tough to have it be like, 
he and his family were mauled to death and passed away, not in their sleep, but screaming yeah. as they were eaten alive in the parking lot of a whiskey pizza. Exactly. And then everyone where they, have, well, where they pizza, have been asked, right? where they yeah. have been asked to uh, to be buried there. So they've been buried in uh, parking lot grave plot now, but parking lot uh, plot uh, sixty seven. Uh, right, right near the entrance, where they always enjoyed the air conditioning coming out uh, during the hot okay, summer all, nights. All I want is to have my death not be embarrassing, because it is the final thing people remember about you, and that's the whole reason. One of the biggest reasons, not the whole reason, one of the biggest reasons to never be with a call girl, because just for the risk that you'd have a heart attack, and if anybody that dies with a with a call girl, you could say um, it with a hooker. But yeah, I just I thought it was a classier way to say it. I don't know. Um, it is a classier but, way, but that's what happened to Chris Farley. Chris Farley died. Girl, and that's all they think about. That's all they. That's your. That's your legacy. Because we all know the closer is very important. Yeah, it's that's true. But but it, it depends on you're not. It doesn't matter to you. Uh, you know, you're dead, so it's not going to matter to you really what your legacy is. Maybe that's important to you, but uh, it is true that when you said that, the first thing I thought of was Chris Farley died and there was a prostitute who left uh while he was sort of having a heart attack and he was saying please help me and um i do think it'd be better to have a noble death i know you're not around to get to experience it but yeah I, but that I that doesn't it, define but what i'm saying is that, that doesn't define his legacy yeah i i agree with that i didn't even know that story to be honest with you but so there you go you know you're you're I'm just saying, I, I, I don't i don't need to to control the narrative of my entire life but I would like to control the narrative of my death a tiny bit. And I don't want to die in a Whiskey Pete's parking lot. I think that is perfectly acceptable and a noble. There, there's nobility in that. But I was reading Seneca last night. There's a book called How to Die. And I was reading Seneca. And he was talking a lot about how killing yourself is a really noble. To decide when and how you die. Well, people tell there's, you. There's much more nobility in that than just kind of slipping away and that you don't choose how you come into the world, but how powerful is it that you choose? And I had a bit about that. I mean, you've heard that bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it is true that don't you want to die kind of jumping off of a cliff or an abyss or something like that rather than, um, you know, it, with dementia and shitting yourself and in, in your sleep and trying to well, eat that shit because you think it's shit pudding. So you I mean, don't think it's pudding. You don't think it's chocolate pudding. You think it's shit pudding and you're like, I wouldn't eat shit. But if it's pudding, even if it's a shit flavored pudding, I'll be putting that down, <laughs> this gullet ASAPP all over your face. Well, the point is, And though, then they discover you nude with just a chocolate... St- TJ, I mean, we've already decided how we're going to go. And if you don't know, uh, listeners out there, listen to the episode Eternal Billboard, because that's how we're going. Oh, so we're going to control it. We're not just finishing our lives. We're finishing the podcast by jumping off a uh, billboard uh, into a flame. And what we want to do is, you know, we'll get to this point, but uh, once the pandemic is over and maybe sooner rather than later. Than yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> But once it's all over, we want to have a huge fundraiser so that all of us can get this billboard and unveil it in the middle of America, maybe in Chanute, Kansas. Yeah, and uh, and then Cash and I will, from the billboard, jump, and uh, and hopefully that will be the end of our life. I should mention that the billboard is only going to be four feet high off the ground. Right. So uh, we I have to jump very specifically. 
Yeah, I didn't know that part. No, I think we can get. I mean, to have a real deal billboard, it just would be amazing, you know? It would be fun to have it in a real city, and it's the size of a... Um, it's like, you know, it's the size and scope of the morning radio show billboard, but it's just for this podcast. That you can tell the quality of a city you're driving through based on the amount of accident lawyer billboards that you see. When you're driving through yeah. a really hard up place in America, um, you'll see one every like exit where, you know, uh, where you get an accident lawyer up there on the billboards. And, uh, and there's more of those, even in New York city, I've seen a lot more of those billboards on the subway entrances and things like that, because I think we're at a point now where people are going, I'm gonna try I, to, yeah. I did get in an accident and my neck kind of hurts. Can I get yeah. even a couple bucks out of this? Yeah. It hurts a lot more than I remembered. Uh, we're going to do something we like to do on the show because we're talking about this right now. So we I've done well. it once or twice before. I think well, there's a segment on the show. We like to call the triple banger, banger lightning. Round. Triple banger oh, lightning round. Uh, so, is it, so, so what's worse uh, sleeping in the parking lot at whiskey Pete's or, um, and dying that way or dying and people say uh, he got his family uh, a room at whiskey pete's like would that have been worse if we had gone into the casino like either way you're at whiskey pete's i think i think dying in i think dying in the um in the parking lot makes for a better story it's sort of more but yeah he died because they don't say you died in a room they just say he died in whiskey pete's and that I think is uh, that's pretty rough, you know. Yeah. But dying in a parking lot in Whiskey Pete's that sort of sounds like the end of a joke, you know. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of. If items- your death isn't going to be noble, at least make it sound like the end of a joke, you know. I would rather, if I'm not going to die for the honor of K8, you know, having taken a bullet to protect her. And digging the bullet out of my chest and using it to suffocate the man who had called her a wench, right? Right, right. Uh, then I would rather die uh, pants down, underwear around my ankles, uh, with a bra on my head, like two kind of, you know, cone head, you know, with each of the, the bosom compartments as if I had bra horns. Uh, you know, sitting in an out, sitting in an outhouse that was on a flatbed truck being transferred from Nevada to Portland, Maine. <laughs> at least that would be something where at the end of it, you're like, wow, that came out of nowhere. You yeah. I, I thought at some point a lady of the night was going to be in that story. Yeah. Uh, really, <laughs> lady of the night, not a hooker, but uh, in, a powerful individual woman using her sexuality. That's, that's one of my Probably. favorite phrases. I should have been using that the whole the whole episode. A lady of the, lady night. Of the night. I, I personally mean, have never liked ladies of the night. I prefer a lady of the mid-afternoon. <laughs> I've been, we're going to jump around a little bit on this episode, but I've been meaning to, I've been wanting to tell you this story for a little while. So we, we go to Yellowstone and I got to say, like I said, there weren't any campsites anywhere. So we're just sleeping with one. eye. I'm sleeping with one eye open the whole trip. Cause we're like in forest lands and I'm not sure if someone's going to knock on it and kick us out of parking lots, stuff like that. Right. But we, you're in the we're truly, we're truly, yeah, we're in the RV, but we're truly vagabonds. All I have to protect us is a, is a, is a, a nine iron. 
which I brought. Um, <laughs> for reduction, was, why didn't you're a baseball player? Why don't you have a baseball bat? No, it was too thick for the RV. It was a pretty tiny RV, almost more of a van than an RV. Jeez. I'm calling it calling it an RV is really a stretch. But uh, so I've got a nine iron. You know, you know, any extra thing we were bringing was too much. So I've got a nine iron to protect my family. And if you see me golf, I mean, I know people are bigger than golf balls, but. Um, you know, I, I was in a bad spot. I, you know? I could I could see you hitting somebody, and if you crack their tooth, you could see, oh, chipped it. I chipped it. <laughs> Dang it, so you, I chipped it. So you can yell four after you uh, after hit a guy in the face with an iron? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and then, so and then eyes if you broke his uh, glasses. Yeah. So we're we're in uh, Yellowstone at this point, and we – I hope everybody I, listening got the – And I was eyes. like, look, if we're going to park wherever we want – um, I need to, I'm going to park wherever I want. So I park right next to old faithful. Okay. And, um, old faithful. And what is old, old Faithful? Okay. Old faithful is a geyser that goes off. Um, every geyser, that's hour my and a half. Name. It's a One huge geyser. It goes off every hour and a half. Now listen to this TJ. It's not the biggest geyser in the world. Um, the reason why they've built, you know, a hotel next to it and a snack bar and all this other stuff and a huge parking lot. People right. come from all over the world to see it is because it's the most consistent geyser. You know, it's going to go off around every hour 15 to an hour 30, right? Wow. So, you know, it's going to go off and it's going to shoot it off. May have been to that. And that's why they call it old faithful because it's no, been it's around like for it. a while. It's old and you, yeah. it's, it's faithful. Yeah. And I told my kids, I was like, this is an important lesson. Like, it's not the biggest geyser. It's not the most impressive geyser. But if you can be consistent in life, you know, um, people value that. It's much better than being great once a year. It's better to be really good every day, yeah. every hour, right? I so that that's was right. That's a really good – It's you're you're a good father. I think you're, oh, you thanks, take buddy. good moments to – we have a lot of good fathers that listen to the podcast – but Cash, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, and I'm saying this only because you are the host and uh, this is the only podcast that I do appearances on, really. Yeah. Uh, but you are the best father, I think, uh, of any of the listeners of the podcast, because I know you do listen to the podcast. Well, I appreciate it. So you gave, I, so you uh, gave them that kind I gave of, you gave that I lesson. Mean, you know, from a sports analogy, even to, you know, where you say, well, you know, if you hit five home runs in a game, uh, you know, uh, one day a year and then the rest of the time you're okay, it'd be much better to have somebody consistent. So it's good to show up. So I'm making that speech to him. So we sleep next to You'd rather they're betting, you're, you'd rather they're batting 350 with yeah. no home runs than five or 10 home runs a year. Yeah. All in show, one showing up and being good all the time is better than being great once in a while. That's the thing. And so we show up at Old Faithful, but I'd never seen it before. And my, you know, my, my children were like, we're going to sleep next to it. I'm like, why not? We're sleeping wherever we want. Right. Um, and my son, and my son is so funny. He's like, well, how loud is it? And I started to think, what if, what if old faithful's really loud? And I'm like complaining all night. I'm like, old faithful's keeping me up. <laughs> you couldn't I sleep. Mean, is this thing every hour and a half? Give it a rest. Old faithful. <laughs> right. Right. Don't, don't, don't even faithful geysers take a break. Hey. Geysers, you know what I'm talking about. Geysers, you know what I'm talking about. Ponds and uh, volcanoes, take a break. Geysers, you, geysers, listen up. I mean, so we don't know what to expect, but I was like, now, I don't know, that first one, I don't know what's hacky in terms of Old Faithful. Like, I don't know, but of course, I yelled out when Old Faithful went off, I yelled out, there she blows, right? Each time, each time it went off? 
when she would go off, I'd be like, there she blows. I think that's good. I like that it reaches falsetto and also has melodic tune to it. But I don't know, like, I'm sure yeah, that she knows. I'm sure that Oh, faithful in the wind. <laughs> like a favorite. All night long. Oh, um, little Lionel Richie. All night, all night long. Um, so I didn't know if that was happy, but I'm sure right when I yelled it, I kind of looked over and I think I suspect I saw the look on a ranger's face. Like we've heard that. We've, really? Kind of old faithful hack. Like it's, it's, I just threw out a hacky. There she blows. Right. Uh, bombing so a bombing on geyser humor. That's a, that's a, that's a time when you want to spout it out, you know, not well, shout it out. This is the thing. I don't, I think old faithful's probably been going on for thousands of years. And so we watched every show while we were there. We'd get up every hour and a half and be like, guys, we're going to go out and watch old faithful. Like there's a 9:30 show. We better go out there and watch all really? people. And there's a midnight show. By midnight, no one's out there. We were out there alone by midnight. I don't know why. I don't know why Old Faithful's less impressive at and night. Is there, well, you can't see it as well. But is is there a park ranger showing you? Nobody's out there. No. Nobody's out there at midnight. So you go out there and you. And I was wondering if Old Faithful would like kind of mail in some of the performances later when no one's there. You know what I mean? Right. Like kind yeah, of go through yeah. the motions. Like just a little bit comes out. You know, then, you know what? Then, then then they call him eh, Faithful, not Old Faithful, but eh, he's Faithful. You know, yeah, just a little like, spittle. They call him Old Dribble, Old Dribble Geyser. Yeah, I mean, I I just wondered like if 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 Old Faithful puts in a hundred percent. You know, when no one's there to see it. And what like, did you find out? I mean, Old Faithful gives 100% regardless of who's in the crowd. I don't care if it's He delivers. People. I don't care if it's 600 people because there are they're like 600 people in the daytime. He delivers. We basically lived at Old Faithful and just like wandered over there every hour and a half. And it was one of my favorite things about the um, about the show. I convinced my youngest son, uh, Wynn, who I think you're familiar with. Yep. I convinced him that there was like a worm underneath the hole that drinks water and just has to pee up in the air every hour and a half. <laughs> he must yeah, have loved that. He was loving that idea. <laughs> it's but, a worm. Um, it was actually, I thought it would be the dumbest thing about the whole trip, but to me, there was a part of it that was like, it's kind of charming that hundreds and thousands of people go to see this stupid thing happen once every hour and a half, like this this blowing up in the air. Like it's it's kind of pretty cool. It's funny. It's, it's the, whimsical. It's the earth as a whale. Yeah, it is. You know, it's you want you, it's cool. Hole. It's cool when uh, it's the Earth's blowhole. I wonder if Old Faithful. You know, I just referred to as he. You know, oh, he's 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 always given a hundred percent. You did too. Wonder if Old Faithful is one of those few things where if you said uh, he's really something, isn't he? Do you think girls would go? Well, how do you know it's not a she? How do you know it's not a her? <laughs> I think when it comes to Old Faithful, they probably let us have that one. They would, wouldn't they? I think You're so. Right. I don't, I don't think they're going to sit here and say, you know, I, I don't think they're going to sit here and say, and a lot of that is because the it's exploding water is much more male. I don't think women want to say, you know, it's just spraying out of it. It's squirting. You know, I mean, that's there is something really, I, I hadn't even thought of this at the time, probably because I was with my family, but yes, now that I think of it, there is something a little bit erotic about the whole thing. Oh, really? Never, Vaguely. It's, it's the earth blowing. It's the earth blowing, blowing a load blowing. of water. <laughs> I hate to say it. I mean, I know it's a little bit risque, as they say, but it's yeah. it really is. The Earth just giving the old one-two. 
There are no chicken facials. That's really what it comes back no to. But there facial. is. It's the equivalent. Earth it's you know, an Earth facial. No, you know what the it's the equivalent of the Earth's full body release, which would be old faithful going, then a volcano eruption. It starts raining, and then there's sleet and snow, and there's morning dew, which is the the you know. What is morning dew but the earth perspiring, right? That's earth yeah. sweat. Yeah. That's what yeah. morning dew is. Um, I was just worried that Old Faithful would kind of mail in some, you know, what if she's not on top of her game? There was a couple performances. Did you, did you take an opportunity? You probably weren't having intercourse with your wife, but I'm wondering if, you know, that would be a nice, that, that, that would be a nice place to have intercourse and try and time it out. Couldn't really do right it. when. Right when all faithful explodes, you too reach a point of uh, no return. The little death, as the French say, un petit mort. Uh, and uh, that would be pretty funny. But now I know the next time Kate and I have intercourse, probably in 2022, I am going to say, uh, there, there she blows! blows! Yeah. And then, and then as, as, as happened with you, there'll probably be a park ranger in the room that'll go, that's old faithful hack. I think I think we need to call the episode "There She Blows" uh, at this she point. But, uh, but so my kids, there she the, blows her load. We, we couldn't do it all, but at one point, at the at, at one point, it was raining and hailing, and I was wondering if Old Faithful was going to be like feeling upstaged by that. Like the sky is actually creating rain. Like if Old Faithful, when it's raining, Old Faithful's like, this is bullshit. Like like a, a comedian dealing with a heckler, almost. Well, I think there could be some of that, because if there's a bunch of people yelling in the audience, that's kind of like rain for Old Faithful. But Old Faithful's got to be saying, oh boy, here we go again with rain coming down instead of going up. He probably yeah. thinks water going... It's like the uh, stalagmites. They're looking at the stalactites going, yeah, you hold on tight, you motherfuckers, all right? I'm the thing people trip on, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Pussy-ass fucking stalactites. Stalactite-ass motherfuckers. You stay up on the ceiling. I stalagmite rip myself off the floor, go kick your ass, make my way back down to the floor, and stack it up. Malactite style. <laughs> Much yang is being spoken to the much stalactites. To the much yang. yang has been spoken. Um, so that was fun. But I, I have more things I want to tell you about, uh, you know, my life here. We're going well, to. Well, I love to hear them. I like I just want to tell you, I got obsessed with the final day of the trip because I know that the, the final day of any trip is all anyone's going to remember. Well, that's you're you're very big on that, that the end of something, it can be anything is going to be important because you can sort of erase the previous stuff. If you have a terrible relationship, but a really good breakup, that's really important for how you and that person look back on the relationship. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's nobility to that and stupidity. You want to? Well, I know you, you want to close a, a trip out strong. You don't want the last three days to peter off and like, God, oh, we yeah. were kind of ready to, yeah, to end. Yeah. You were kind of ready do. for it to be over. You don't want that to be the ending of the trip. So I got obsessed with having us do this like rafting trip, and for a full day, I'm walking around asking people, and they're like, yeah, there's no rafts, and there's no inner tubes, and there's no way to do this, and. I'm trying to condense the story, but you know, the guy's like every single no, shop. No, no, I'd say extend it. Let's elongate it a little bit. Every single shop, someone's go like. Go through, here's what you should do. Yeah. To elongate the story, go through and really hit word for word what each of these conversations was. But what I'm so trying to. walk in and you'd sort of open the door and then the door would close. Yeah. And, and you'd then look around, yeah, you'd I be looking. Shop, would you be yeah. looking for somebody? 
humans had legs, arms, and like hand. They, they, things on the end of their arms are called hands. Some well, they really and the fingers. Feet, just, feet, those yeah. are tiny. Yeah, those are tiny tongues. hand. Those are tiny hand arms and human tongues. And then they the sounds would come out of their mouth. Like as I expelled, like if I, if I spoke, they could hear me through their ears. And, and were they hurt. gaseous expulsions? Yeah. Once in a while, yes. Okay. In a word, yes. In a word, yes. And, uh, it's all oh, air. Yeah. People don't realize that. Talking is just all air. We weren't. Yeah, that's true. We weren't in Yellowstone anymore, by the way. But we were We were on the Snake River, uh, somewhere down the Snake River. and, and it, Somewhere down the crazy river. And, and eventually, I got frustrated and I started to freak out. I'm like, we're going to have to go all the way back to Yellowstone. We can't have it end this way. I was about to like go three hours in the wrong direction because I was like, and it's a, it's a 15 hour drive, but it took us 21 hours to get there originally. So it was like, this is going to be real problem, but I can't. Wow, end the now when you right. say you're freaking out, were you really upset? And is, is April sort of saying, Hey, it's okay. It's okay. She was no, like, no, it's no. okay. But she had a dream too, that we'd go down this, this, this rafting, uh, that we'd raft on our final day, but all the rafting trips are booked and I don't want to do a, a tour with other people. I don't want to. I, that's like being on a hostage. There's never been a tour I've ever been on that I've liked, ever. Never. Right. Yeah, I think I you've mentioned tours. that. They control when you get out of the boat, and they control when you can pee, and they control if you want to swim next to the boat. And I just, uh, so any you kind just, of. But, so you wanted to rent a raft? We had to do it ourselves. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Everyone's saying, it's, I don't think it's possible, et cetera, et cetera. I'm freaking out. I'm losing my mind. I was just losing. I'm like, we can't let it end this way. It's been a great trip. I was like, just freaking out. I'm like, um, and I finally get to this guy and I've already talked. And are him. your children scared when you freak out like this or do you use that sort no, of they're used to voice? It. They're used to it, I think. Really? Kind of yeah. At this point, they're like in back of the RV, just, they don't really, they're used to a lot of yelling in the family, you know? And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm like swearing. I started kicking this thing at a gas station because really? they didn't have any tires. <laughs> I wanted some, at least some inner tubes, but they were saying it was way too dangerous to inner tube. I mean, everyone just said no. Basically, it was four hours of people saying no on a final day of our trip, right? right. Anyway, I've managed to make the story long again, but here, here it goes. But I'm I happy about that. I think everybody, and please email us, everyone, at burgerpartywednesdayt-shirt at gmail.com to let us know if you enjoyed the longer version of the story rather than a story that had been curtailed or truncated. And remind me, I'm going to write this down. We're going to talk about B Burger, Ping, Burger Party Wednesday. Oh, we got to talk about that. This is a double episode right now. I'll tell you that right now. Double doubling up. up. Doubling double up. Down. Double, double down. down. Double dip. Double bacon burger dog. <laughs> so, so I'm freaking out. Finally, I talked to this guy, and I've already talked to him twice, and he said there's no way this can be done. And as I'm walking away, I'm like, look, if you just – if we're driving away towards California, I mean, is there any good place we should visit? And he's like, you know what you should do? There's a place called Rent-A-Raft uh, about 10 miles outside of town. And you should, they have tons of rafts and inner tubes, you know, and then they take you, they actually take you back up the river and drop you off. Hey, you might want to try that. I was like, what the, what the fuck have we been doing for four hours? What? Who? I mean, I, I was so pissed. I was like. Wait, but did you ask him about a raft? Oh, I had asked. Everybody, the same questions, and no, no but one I'm had saying, mentioned but, that place. But that guy who mentioned the place, what, yeah. did you ask him, hey, what about a raft or something? Absolutely. And For he said, I don't have anything. But then he said, you know, you could go to rent a raft. He, it, it was my third try with him, and yes, he finally brought up. I'm like, why didn't that occur to you before? I don't understand what we just did here. We went to rent a raft. They had inner tubes. I think they've made a few enemies in town, and that's why they – 
Um, maybe people don't want to mention them or something. They're really nice guys, but they're a little, you know, they're a little what rough around the edges, but not in a bad way. They're just more like, you know, they're not, they're not touristy. You know what I mean? You rent an inner tube from from them and they pick you up and drop you off. It's, but they're like, don't go past this one bridge. Right. Yeah. And the guy didn't have time to show me where the bridge was, right? He's like, things get kind of hairy past the bridge. I'm like, <laughs> like look for the windsock and you'll be good. I'm like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so we're going down. We're having the best day of the trip. It's all working. Yeah, that's me, fantastic. Right? I can't believe that ended up happening. Yeah, we're, I know. It seemed like, and I couldn't believe it. It was right on our Serendipitous. way. Serendipitous. So we're almost done. And I'm telling them, I'm like, I didn't know where, I wasn't sure where I was supposed to get out, but I see the windsock. And I, I'm like, guys, we got to get over. We got to get over, you know? And I get chance. I'm attached to chances in her tube and I pull him over. Now April and Wynn are out in the rapids and they can't get over. And she starts screaming and she's like, what the fuck? She's like, get me, come on, come on. She's like screaming at me. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I guess, and she's really upset with me even now. Because I start running along the river. And I'm, my plan was just run and jump into the river and swim after her. Because if she goes past the bridge, we heard things got real hairy, you know? Yeah, that's what they said. They mentioned yeah. that. <laughs> right? They had mentioned, you see the windsock. And thank you for attaching yourself to Chance. It's really clear which kid is, you're really invested in. You know what? I, had been, I actually had been attached to win the whole trip. And we had switched it up. Like when we saw this eagle, we pulled over and somehow we got switched. So I had actually been attached to win the whole trip. So, so I, but she thought I was jogging too slowly. As we look back on it, she's like, you were just jogging. You were just casual. I'm like, do you want someone that's going to panic? She's like, <laughs> she's like, no, I, if I'm about to die, I want someone with a pulse. That's wow. what I want. Like, you didn't even, you, you weren't even concerned. I'm like, do you honestly think I'm going to watch two members of my family drift away into oblivion without one, going after one, one, sure. But two, two full members, that's 50% <laughs> of my family. Two? That's one too many, right? Yeah, two is one too many. So, I mean, and I'm like, and I did end two up- Two is too, too few. But she thought I was jogging too slowly. I'm like, do you want me to panic on the rocks and slip? I'm like, I was ju- I was, I was, was angling to get to the, a bigger rock and jump off into the uh, river and, and swim after you. I ended up getting them and pulling them out. And Where did you she, get them? She lost all her stuff. All of it went down the river. How, how did, where did there, you- Everything is gone. Where did you get them? I pulled them out before the bridge. And then we we take the raft. Get into the water, though? I got into the water. Detail the rescue. Yeah, I jumped into the water. And uh, they were attached. And I lunged over and grabbed. I mean, I managed to help save them. And yet I'm still in trouble because I didn't help save them quickly enough. Like, that's that's marriage, right? That is marriage, like, right. I, I'm like, my, my plan worked. What's the problem? What like, do you, what, what are you, <laughs> what do you like, mean? What do you mean that all of her stuff went? Uh, okay, so like she flipped her raft or her inner tube flipped over and she had some, and it all, her, a hat and like all goggles and stuff. Because while we were floating it on our yeah, stomachs, so, our whole so family fun. were floating on our stomachs and looking at fish. We were kind of snorkeling the river for a while. Her cell phone was okay because it was in my thing because she knew she might lose it. So I managed to – that's just the thing with marriage. You managed to, to do the right thing, and yet you're still in trouble for not doing it. You didn't do it in the right way. You do the right thing, but you didn't do it in the right way. I need to run quicker. I'm like, what did I do with running? I did pull you out. It was really scary. Everyone was freaking out. Wynn was starting to cry. It was very dramatic. And then we pull the inner tubes around the corner, and we see that 
there was a beautiful like inlet with no rapids that we were supposed to get out at. We 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 never needed that kind of drama to happen. Oh, you had <laughs> what they meant was that you get early. down there. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> we lost like so many belongings, like all of our clothing went down the river. I mean, it was just nuts. <laughs> we never needed to do it. There was a pool at the bottom where you guys could have leisurely gotten out and done the, oh my yeah. God. I mean, look, I had a, I had a, uh, a professor in college that gave me some wise words. He's like, here's the thing. Cause I was about to go on a trip and he was like, let me just tell you something. No one wants to hear about your trip. He's like, one story tops. No one no one wants to hear about your trip. And I've already exceeded that right now. So I want to talk about other things. But the, no, I like it. I disagree. I disagree with this guy. I disagree. A lot of people don't like to hear about your trip. They're more like, oh, guess what happened here? Bob got a weird haircut. You know, it's always like some ridiculous thing that happened. Yeah, but still, but still. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about I, I have a couple more funny stories. I want to tell the bear story in the second episode. Because uh, we, we did almost get eaten by a bear, so I thought we might mention that. But before we do, let's do one more uh, triple banger lightning round. Question number Question. Two. Question two. two. Would you rather have an ant infestation or spider infestation in your house? Because I have both. Uh, I know this is going to be antithetical, but we had this in our house in Long Island. We had both, sort of, but we had much more of an ant infestation, and I would rather have a spider infestation, because spiders don't really bother me. You know, people get worried about spider bites. Yeah, I've never really had spider bites. Spiders, to me, are helpful. They're looking out. They'll kill mosquitoes. They kill, you know, they sort of kill the enemy. They're allies. Whereas ants, I feel really bad about because they're really stupid. They're clearly lost. And the only way you can really deal with it is you keep killing these ants and throwing them away. So we got sort of a pesticide thing done. But ants, I just started to feel bad. I just started like after I killed the hundredth ant, I just felt like a, okay. a lazy murderer. I know. You know? I know. Well, look, here's what we've done because we, we have so many. There's ants. no hunting ants. There's no uh, need to hunt. Doesn't give you a lot of joy, does it? It's uh, it, it's a little bit off kilter. It's off balance. The ants yeah. versus yeah. We we've we we go with the natural remedies. I don't know how you killed your ants. We go with the natural remedy. We bought an we bought an aardvark. You did. You got an yeah. aardvark. We went, we, a lot of a lot of people go that route. But we went ahead and did it, and uh, you know it's um it hasn't. I did that. I did that. I'll be honest, hasn't worked out too well. I, uh, I I did that with uh, when we had a cobra infestation. We bought a few mongooses, maybe one too many, maybe a few too many. <laughs> I like how you lean in for that one. One too many. I mean, I think you know. Listen, if I lose one mongoose, okay, but two, two is one too many mongooses. Well, well, let me. <laughs> and two is too too few. <laughs> well, I mean. In Aardvark, I found out, first of all, like tunnels. There's a lot of tunnels in the house now, and the kids like playing in the tunnels. But it's, yeah, not, sure. it's not great to have an Aardvark in your house. But it turns out Aardvarks don't even really eat that many ants. So he's malnourished. They eat um, uh, termites. Really? And so now i got to see if I want to introduce that to the situation, which could create a whole different problem. You, you you gotta, what I'm talking you about. Got, I think I do. you got to keep the aardvarks happy and well-fed for them to keep their ant hunting. Exactly. Going. 
He's it's malnourished hard work. He's grumpy too. And all I have to say is, and sometimes they'll be like, why aren't the ants dying? And I'll say, let the aardvark do its job. Yeah. No, no. Let the, aard- no, it's, let the aardvark do its job. Yeah, it's snoring <laughs> up that long-ass aardvark nose. I'll tell you what. If I had a nose that long, I got to tell you. The aardvark is sort of a more compact, convenient version of an elephant, if you think about yeah. it. And more yeah. useful. So you would go with a spider infestation? I would absolutely. I don't. Uh, I don't mind spiders at all. I feel sorry for. Well, you know what? We'll do triple bang of lightning round. Question three. three question question three, three. 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 Um, Daddy long legs, or eight knee problems. <laughs> they will never be fixed. <laughs> eight hip replacements. Imagine how many knee problems a daddy long legs is going to have. Uh, I'm you gotta, sorry for them. You got to think that a spider. Must be so what strange. is the name of the spider's body? It has a certain, but I they wouldn't have hip problems, right? I was going to say hip replacements because my mother's going through so many surgeries. We've got so many surgeries going on. But I do want to ask, what is the body of a spider called? If you're listening at home, you can go ahead and guess. And if you get it right, if you get it right, you're allowed. Hey, if you get it right, you're allowed to put peanut butter on your penis without regret tonight. That's what you win. And that's what you're going to love. Get into it. Uh, So a spider is a tagmata, right? So they really don't have, um, uh, you know, they've got tagmata. So they they don't really have uh, the whole you know they're arachnids. So yeah, eight. I I don't know. I think you're right. You have knee problems there, but daddy long legs. I love those are my favorite spiders because they're not they're not a couple of reasons. They're not dangerous. They won't bite you. Two, they're kind of cool looking, and three, they got a name like they're the blues playing spider of yeah, the spider yeah. kingdom. Yeah, you're I right. I mean, Daddy Long Legs. All Daddy they say is, "Hey, my name's Daddy Long Legs, but you can call me Daddy if you want to, sweet little spidey baby. Come on over here, give Daddy a knee rub, maybe eight, in fact." <laughs> Daddy Long Legs came home for Christmas. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's what I say whenever I see a spider in the Christmas tree. I go, oh, a Daddy Long Legs came home for Christmas. Hey, we're back. We're going to, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do one more story from the trip that I think I've already told you about. And that was a story about how whenever I was, I went to Yellowstone Obviously, for those of you who weren't listening. What I'd like to actually, can we and, just take the beginning of this episode and have it be the ending of the previous episode, but also have it the beginning of this episode? Yeah, so let's listen to the last two episodes. You're now listening to something you heard at the end of the previous episode that I talked about previously, how we were going to use this again in a coming episode. And you're now listening to that episode. And what you're hearing is the beginning of this episode, which was the ending of the last episode. And you're caught up and your brain has not melted. We call that the time wrap. The time wrap, baby. Let's do the time wrap again. Uh, so I, uh, so yeah, so we're going to go back. But what I wanted to talk about, what I wanted to end the episode that we will in the next episode begin with this. Okay. Is that I have gotten really positive feedback about the Burger Party Wednesday t-shirt. Burger Party Wednesday. T- the t-shirt. 
So I, I can't believe it. I was so excited. So many people emailed me. I mean, I got like hundreds of emails and it was this so cool. This is part of the time wrap. And it's part of the time wrap. So to wrap up what I'm going to begin with next time, I want to say I'm so excited about it that we, in fact, one very wonderful member of the 12 and a half sent a couple design ideas and two of them I'm going to use, I think, because they're just great. And I'm going to get these t-shirts made. But a lot of people emailed me and kind of said, send it to this address. And I got to say, I didn't, I, I went back and I listened to the episode. Nowhere do I say that they're free. I, I am not talking about uh, printing all these t-shirts and sending them to you for free. But I will have Burger Party uh, Wednesday t-shirts made and you can buy them uh, on the website. And I'm going to reach out and I'll pay, um, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take care of it. I'll get them to you for sure. But uh, it's really exciting because then on Wednesdays, I think I'm going to post um, pictures of me having my burger party when I have burger. And so all the 12 and a half, we can sort of on Twitter and Instagram share our sort of burger party Wednesday memories. Whenever you do have a burger party, obviously on a Wednesday, you can't have it on a Tuesday. Fucking taco Tuesday piece of shit. And uh no, but so that's really, really exciting. So I just wanted to make it really clear that I did not mean I was just going to give away Burger Party Wednesday t-shirts, especially not in the midst of the pandemic. And it's so important that you understand that, that we're going to start the beginning of the next episode, which if you're listening to that episode, you've already known this is the beginning of this episode and was the ending of the last episode in which I'm saying, I'm getting the t-shirts made. Uh, I'll let you know you'll be the first to be able to buy them. I'm going to autograph all of the ones that uh, that the 12 and a half order. Uh, we're going to make sure that that's the way it's going to go. And it's it really makes me happy. Everybody got that joke. And a lot of the emails I got were so funny. They were just, you know, people were talking about uh, just different types of Burger Party Wednesdays. And can they get a crop top if they're doing sliders? You know, if they're eating smaller hamburgers, awesome. can they do crop tops and sort of long sleeves because they want to have their burger parties, their burger party Wednesdays during the winter. So there's a lot of funny stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm looking into that and working that out and, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good, but it was so, it just made me laugh so hard getting all those emails. I mean, every day, just an inbox full of people saying, hey, I don't know if I'm late to the game, but can I get on this Burger Party Wednesday t-shirt train? Which made me laugh, just that sentence. So I wanted to end the previous episode and begin the next episode. Sorry, end this episode and begin the next episode by saying what I'm saying at the beginning of this episode and what I finished saying, finished the last episode with. Uh, and that's that these Burger Party Wednesday t-shirts I'm getting them made. You're going to be able to buy them. And I cannot wait to share Burger Party Wednesdays and in the t-shirts with you guys. And that is what we call the a time, time wrap. wrap. Let's Burger do the Party time wrap again. Wednesday.